acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. We're giving our praise to the most high. It's story time today. Y'all follow me. Um growing up in a in a my parents were very much in the church. Very much uh what we call sanctified. And so as I've said before, we listened to a lot of gospel music. Harvey Watkins Jr., Lee Williams, uh, Dietrich Hyde, and Mary Mary. <clears throat> um, all the greats, all the younger ones, we listened to them. Keith Wonderboy Johnson. And uh, for the longest, like, Mary Mary and, like, Fred Hammond was, like, my favorite artist because that's all I knew. All I knew was gospel. And... I was always intrigued even by the quartets and stuff like the harmony and the stacking of the vocals on like Mary Mary and just certain sounds that I would hear. Wasn't really into like the instrumentation so much. It was more like the vocal abilities. And didn't really know nothing shit about rap, like fuck that. Like couldn't listen to no fucking hip hop like and I would dabble into different shit because of my friends and shit but I never really had like a genre of music that I was I could like relate to except gospel and I remember my sister like they used to get these burnt CDs and they would have like I remember one in particular it had this song Tank Slowly and it had Urban Mystic, uh, I Refuse. It had Jaheen, Fabulous. Had all these amazing records, but it was always one record that did it for me. And it was, it was called Who Knows? And it was just beautiful. Like it was perfect sonically, like from beginning to end. And it was, it was just like a ride. It was like a roller coaster type shit. Like, it changed your emotions and shit. And it was just, I knew nothing about love making, but I knew that whatever this song was speaking about, I needed to feel this shit. I didn't know the artist at the time, but my sister had this old school fucking shit brown Honda Accord. And I used to go with her to different places. And she, sometimes she would go in and I would stay outside. I had the CD player, because back in the day you had CD players. You had an iPod and no shit like that. You had a CD player. And she had all these CDs in her car. So one day we were at my aunt's house, and she inside doing some shit. And um, it's this yellowish, orangish <laughs> CD. And on the front of it, it says music, but it's spelled M-U-S-I-Q. I'm like, okay, let me try this shit out, because... Ain't nobody go catch me doing this shit because I'm going to slide it in my fucking CD player. Ain't nobody go see it. I get out the fucking car, put the CD in, and I'm just walking around pretty much in circles, like, just listening to this new shit. When I tell you, number two on the album <laughs> just tore my ass up. Like, from two to the ending of the fucking out, like, I didn't skip a song. 
every song was perfect. Like, this motherfucker is a genius type shit. And by now everybody know who I'm talking about is Music Soul Child, who for the first probably three or four years after that was like, I was like, I wanted to be this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like, he was just, I was young as fuck. I don't even remember how old I was. But this motherfucker was amazing. If I would've knew the girl next door would've been you, I would've been nice to you. Like, and okay, I had heard the song Love before. And I was talking to my sister the I was like, I remember listening to that at a young age and feeling the emotions, but now that I know what the fuck every word he said meant, that shit is so deep and on point for every emotion that you feel during being in love. Like, it's, it might be the best song of my generation about love. Like, I put it up there with, like, Stevie Wonder ass. You know what I mean? And uh, Marvin Gaye, if I should die tonight. Like, the best love songs that I ever heard, like, it's right there. Say a little prayer for you. Like, it, the descriptive nature of it. And how how vulnerable he being as a man. Very hard to be that way, especially, like, now it's ten times harder. Like, to be open and just talk about your feelings towards a woman is hard. And... You see a lack of it in male singers and female singers. So just talking about love is hard. And the way that he did it in that song, I mean, it's almost like scary how open he is. But I'm appreciative of that because it showed me in my writing that I can be open, you know, and it'll reach someone, you know, because that song did so much for me. And uh, speechless. I remember hearing that. All I know, you got me. Speechless. Darling, baby, you got me going crazy. I can't seem to get you out of my you look. Man, I'm <laughs> his writing style was impeccable. <laughs> it was just so dope. And. Settle for my love, like you'll be all right. Uh, how many times have I called you while you were working just to say, Man, one for three? That means I love you. Sick of no good. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing song. And it's an amazing album. Like, and eventually I'm going to do my top five albums of all time. That, for me, like, and that's definitely, if not number one, definitely number two. Um, 
it it's just and that that time in music was so wonderful because you get albums like Diary from that. You get albums like Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Uh you get Oh fuck, Mama's Gone. You get you get so many Neo Soul albums out of that era and I don't know one bad one. I think the Bilal album is called Firstborn Second. Um there's some more albums that come out of that. The Roots got an album, like uh Chocolate for Water, the common album, like I might be going way too far with this shit, but it was such a good time in music. And then you got Music Soul Child, this nigga with an afro <laughs> that can sing his motherfucking shout ass off, like, and can make you feel every emotion that he feels through through his singing and his writing. And it's it's it was a feeling that I never felt before from listening to music. I'd only know, known the love of God and how people talked about the love of God. I'd never heard the love of a man and a woman put, put like that because we grew up in a household where no one touched, <laughs> no one kissed. We weren't really like, we didn't talk about shit like that. We talked about God. And you got this little husky little boy <sighs> who wants to actually experience the world for what it is and not just experience religion and spirituality, but understanding now that that was a part of my spirituality, my connection with other beings, you know what I mean? It wasn't just about my connection with the Most High, it was my connection with my family, my 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 friends, my my love interest, people I had crushes on, and I didn't necessarily know how to approach those situations because I'd only ever learned how to talk to God. <laughs> and um, he taught me how to write because I still didn't know how to speak. I knew how to write my feelings. And he taught me I knew how to sing my feelings. And I appreciate Music Soul Child. I'm giving you your flowers right here. If I had a hundred bouquets in my heart, here they are for you. And because you deserve it. You gave your heart and your soul for that music. And like even the albums afterwards, like music got at least like three classic albums that I would put up against anybody's album. <laughs> like, he's dope. Like, he got songs that I would put, like, against any song in the world because he's just that dope. And I appreciate everything you've ever done, music. Um, I'm not so much following his music right at this moment because it's not my shit. It doesn't really get to me. I don't know where he is musically right now, but it's not what I am accustomed to hearing from him. 
and I'm not growing with what he got, but I love him the same. Like, there's no disrespect to what he do. Like, an artist has to try different shit and, you know, figure out where he is. And I, I'm with him regardless. I rock with him, ride or die. But those albums, like, <laughs> those first four albums, yeah, like, shit. Like, he, he's one of them artists that, he's like, him and Anthony Hamilton, to me, should go down as two of the greatest. It's like saying Marvin Gaye and Al Green to me. Like, them niggas can write and sing, and they understand love. They understand how it hurts and how shit always don't feel good, and you have to sacrifice and you have to compromise. <laughs> Rest in peace to the kid. Um... I just enjoy I enjoyed that time in my life because of the music. I think his music saved my life. And I'm gonna talk about D'Angelo later on, but it I would have never appreciated D'Angelo if I, I didn't hear music first. Like he was the foundation for me. <clears throat> Even though I think D'Angelo came first, but it don't matter. For me, music came first. And he 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 lit the way for me to open up to all types of other artists. And I appreciate you, man. Like, and I'll forever be indebted for what you did for me. And make that shit, man. Make that shit, write that shit, sing that shit. We love it. We go always love you. And um, I'm going to end it right there because this can go on for days. But I just wanted to say, Music Soul Child, we appreciate everything that you've ever created. We appreciate your life. Um, hey. Seek ye first the kingdom, and all these things shall be added unto you. Y'all go out and love somebody. Peace.